This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and low country. Welcome to the Call Demasi Sports Report, presented to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And just remember, it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Well, it's a beautiful Saturday morning here in Savannah, even though it's supposed to rain later on. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you could join me for the Carl Demasi Sports Port every Saturday morning right here on ESPN Radio. And what more can I say? We had a great week. We had a, a baseball championship brought to the SAV by the Benedictine Military School Cadets. Uh, just an exciting week. And you, you got to love it. I mean, local kids winning a state tournament, I mean, state championship. What more do you want, Savannah? And that's what this is all about. It's about Savannah local sports. Savannah area, now we get better coverage out there, over there across the uh, bridge in Hilton Head, the low country. So we're going to start expanding a little more into getting the uh, stories over there from Hilton Head. So just another day for local sports here in Savannah, Georgia. Like I say, every Saturday morning we have a great lineup uh, waiting on deck is the man that runs the Savannah Indians fast-pitch softball program, softball organization, Edwin Graham. they got a golf outing coming up. They're trying to raise mon- money for the teams. And uh, if you know Edwin Graham, he loves his fast-pitch softball, and he has been a big part of girls' fast-pitch softball here in Savannah, Georgia, for a long time. And uh, he's bringing back the Savannah Indians, so they got a lot going on. We're going to hear from Edwin Graham the director of the Savannah Indians. Then we'll take a little stroll across the street to Armstrong Atlantic State University, and we're going to talk to the sports information director, Chad Jackson. Chad does a great job getting all the news out there for Armstrong Atlantic State Athletics, and the man's been there for 15 years. So uh, I think he knows a little something about the uh, Armstrong Pirates. And then in the fourth quarter of the first hour, we're going to close it out, and we're going to talk about what I feel was the three top stories or the three top sporting events or achievements in the school year of 2013-2014. My three top stories, what I feel uh, put Savannah on the map, and uh, three great stories. I'll leave it at that, and then we'll go to the second hour. We'll open up again with local sports scores and sports news, and then we'll go to the second quarter, and we'll talk to the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, St. Vincent's Academy sophomore track and field star, Basketball star, super athlete, Taylor Deloach. Then we'll bring on the man himself who won that state championship last week, the ball coach from Benedictine Military School, Kevin Farmer, coming right here in the Savannah Mall. And if I didn't tell you, we're live in the Savannah Mall. We're right in front of the new ESPN, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM studio. It's right here at the lower uh, part of the mall. It's right next to... Bass Pro Shop. Everybody loves Bass Pro Shop. Uh, you know, if you come down here, you'll see all the campers and everything set up. Just come over and say hi. And uh, the 
the, the guys from 3 and Out who do their weekly show here on ESPN Radio Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 will be here doing a little segment, little snippet from 10 to 11. Uh, sorry, from 11 to 1. I'm from 9 to 11, so it can't happen from 10 to 11. So uh, I'm excited about that. DJ Bennett, Nat Osborne, and Kevin Thomas will be on the air. And we'll wrap up the show finishing with Kevin Thomas, the director of 3 and Out and ESPN Radio, Coastal ESPN Radio, and discuss uh, the move down here in Savannah, Georgia, a new studio right here in the Savannah Mall. So it's time to go to the scoreboard. The Braves get off the snide. Yes, you heard me. They get off the snide. They finally win. Uh, they win last night, beating the Marlins 3-2. to two. Great game by Teron, Julio Teron, pitched seven and third innings, uh, scored the tying run in the seventh on Friday as the Braves stay atop the NL East by beating the Marlins 3-2. And who's the second-place team this year? The Marlins, Miami Marlins. Nobody gives the, the fish a chance, but... Right now, they're only half a game behind the Braves, so this is a battle for first place down there in Miami, South Beach, Miami Heat, on their way to the fourth NBA title. Okay, I'm getting off tangent here. The Braves uh, trailed 2-0 in the sixth inning, but rallied to break a four-game losing streak. They won, the, uh, they won for only the third time in the past 13 games. Tehran, 5-3, he allowed five hits, two runs, which raised his ERA to a unbelievable 1.83. Uh, it came into the game, uh, you know, uh, two for 25 this season, had a single and a double. So uh, he doubled his uh, hit output. Uh, just It was all Tehran last night. And uh, once again, Mr. Kimball comes in. Kimbrell comes in, Craig Kimbrell, um, who took the loss Thursday, which was rare, but he pitched the perfect ninth inning for his 14th save and 16 chan- chances. Savannah Sandnats, okay, at home against the Rose- Rome Braves. Uh, they took it on a chin, 7-6. They were leading. They lost it in the ninth inning. Uh the highlight for the Sandats was Jeff McNeil finished the night with three RBIs while going two for five. He's been really hot. The Nats will send right-hander, right-handed pitcher Robert Gelsman, who's two and three with 2.48 to the mound today against Tyler Brochos, who is pitching for the Rome Braves. He's 0-3. Fans can uh, stay after the game because it's Saturday and it's fireworks night or the fireworks show at Historic Grayson Stadium. First pitch is scheduled for 6.05. The gates open at Historic Grayson Stadium at 5 p.m. Okay, local sporting news. What can I tell you? High school baseball. Monday, Benedictine sits through a four-hour rain delay. They didn't start the game till 4.30, and I was there. I sat through it, too. Okay, left the show. No, it was on a Monday, so I uh, went right over there. They played the first two games on Saturday. They split. They lost the first one, 3-1. They came back and won the second one, 7-2. They played the deciding game Monday. Four-hour rain delay, but they got the game in. When the game started, it said God said let the cadets win because the sun came out. It was a beautiful afternoon, packed house, and once again, uh, the Benedictine military cadets bring home a state championship. Uh, great job by all the boys out there. Excited fans were crazy in the packed house, and uh, we'll talk about that later on. Uh, PGA, Brian Harmon missed the cut at Arnie Palmer's Memorial Open in Dublin, Ohio. Uh, the Champions Tour, Gene Sows is uh, one under. He's tied for 34th at the Principal Charity Classic in Iowa. Uh, we got a lot of other golf news coming up, which I'll uh, talk about later on. Uh, big, big, uh, big Savannah, you know, sport is golf. And uh, we got a lot of local guys playing a lot of local tournaments. And uh, usually we have Steve Weeks, Stephen Weeks, the columnist, on here every week. But due to the remote, no phone lines coming in yet. Got to wait today to finish that new studio that I'm looking at right here. And, uh, he tells us all about the golf addicts. He, he sent me some information, uh, and I'll get that to you. As far as what we're doing here in Savannah Mall, uh, once again, this is, uh, I guess, the announcement 
of the brand new ESPN Savannah and Hilton Head studio. Uh, once again, we're on 14, uh, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM every day. Uh, ESPN is your leading source for sports here in the United States. And uh, if anybody tells you different, I'll argue with them. Just a great concept. And once again, ESPN Coastal Georgia, the main studio is located in Brunswick, is now up here in Savannah, Georgia. And these guys do a great job promoting local sports. I mean, we did uh, the high school uh, first look on Thursday nights with P.J. Zuko. Then we went into the game of the week on Friday nights. Uh, just local kids getting more recognition. And it's really, really been exciting since these guys took over and uh, came over here and uh, came up here and helped uh, put the local touch to ESPN Radio. It's not all just about the national sporting news. I don't want to talk about Sterling, okay? I don't want to talk about the Clippers being sold for $2 billion. I don't want to talk about Hernandez at his murder trial. I mean, that's national sports. We can pop it on ESPN on TV. We can listen to the other sports radio stations. Let's talk local sports. And I wish I could get you to call in, uh, but I don't have a phone line today, so... You're going to be listening to me all, all morning, well, from 9 to 11. That's right, every Saturday morning from 9 until 11, we're right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And this cannot happen, this could not happen without a sponsor, and my sponsor is Optum Orthopedic. Remember, they're doctor-led and patient-focused. they got 26 of the finest, best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient center, center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location, Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Durant Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. Well, next up, we're going to talk to the man, the coordinator, the director of the Savannah Indians fast-pitch softball organization. This man does a great job, loves, uh, loves fast-pitch softball, has been involved in it for a long time, and he's going to tell you about that golf outing coming up. They need to raise some funds for the organization, and uh, you could be a big part of it. And if you didn't know this, fast-pitch softball, okay, does offer young ladies college scholarships. And, I mean, perfect example, Alexis Mercer from South Effingham High School, who's playing at Armstrong. She's only a junior. She hit 22 home runs, but she's a product of our fast-pitch softball here in the Savannah area, and Edwin can tell you more about that, and he's on deck. That's Edwin Grab, the Savannah Indians softball coordinator. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head in the new, uh, right across from the new studio that's coming up right here in the Savannah Mall. And remember, it's on AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and remember, it's powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM Today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSCG. And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. Whether you join me for five minutes, whether you join me for 15 minutes, I'm here every Saturday morning on AM 1400 and 104.3 FM ESPN Radio. And, you know, it's all about local sports, and that's that's the theme of the show. And uh, 
what better way than, you know, we're getting into summertime and, you know, the kids want to get better, so they're playing travel softball, they're playing travel basketball, they're playing traveling baseball, they're all over the place going to camps, whether they're going to Armstrong, Savannah State, SCAD, and, you know, they're trying to make themselves better. And, you know, in this area, when I moved here, we did not have fast pitch softball. Where I came from, fast pitch softball was, I don't know, been around for a long time, and I got the opportunity to coach it for four years, and I learned a lot from the girls that played the game. But, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of organizations here that can help your child, help your, your athlete want to get to the next level, and that's what it's all about. Getting to the ne- next level means you're playing and you're getting better, you're repeating uh, what you need to do to get better, and, you know, there's an organization here now that's really, really stressing the fundamentals of fast-pitch softball, and that's the Savannah Indians. And uh, we're live in the Savannah Mall. We're right across from the new ESPN Savannah Hilton Head AM 1404.3 FM studio, right in center court, below the food court. And joining us now, coming in and uh, joining me now, because uh, there's no phone line, so I can't do any phone interviews today, is the man, the coordinator, the director, he'll give us his title when I get him on here, is the man that's all about the Savannah Indians Fast Pitch Softball Organization, and that's Edwin Graham. Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Carl. Hey, first of all, i got to say thank you for coming in. Uh, I thought this was going to be tough, getting guys to come in and uh, talk about, you know, local sports, but I know you said, well, Coach, i I got a softball tournament, and uh, I'll, I'll make sure i be there on the way there, and then everything, uh, you know, fell through. I don't know yeah. whether it's because not enough teams or uh, the yeah, rain. but uh, Some teams bailed out, so uh, here we are. we got a 10-and-under group going to Pooler today to play uh, a doubleheader scrimmage. Uh, to, to, you know, again, better themselves. Better themselves. Well, let's, let's, let's go to Edwin Graham. Edwin Graham, when did you get involved in this fast-pitch softball thing? Because, you know, I, I didn't have any girls when I started coaching, and I had to learn from the girls that were playing the game. And I learned a lot really quick. And uh, the girls will tell you what's going on. And, you know, girls are girls, so, you know, they, they, they oh, got yeah. a little more uh, instinct on uh, what needs to be done and how the team's feeling. But when did you start getting involved in this fast-pitch stuff? Well, uh, back in 2002 when I um, – Going to the YMCA, I met up with a guy named Tony Duran, and he started a team and uh, at the Y. And when I went out to uh, Chatham County Parks and Rec, there were a few girls there, Brittany Tootin and uh, Victoria Hilton and whatnot, and I saw these kids playing, and I thought, you know, my girls, that's what I want my girls doing. And so basically uh, we got the team in the county, and then we uh, played, and we won the little county championship, and thought well you know we're pretty good so we took our adventure down to uh disney world well we found out it's a different world down there (laughs) and softball in south florida or really in florida is just great great competition and we learned from that i've been learning since then and i love learning the game and there's still so much more to learn but you know the one thing that you learn there are different rules than baseball not much you know fielding's the same you know hitting's a little different but as far as the game uh i love it and love teaching it. Now, I've heard people tell me, and, I, you know, I'm a baseball coach. I've been a baseball coach all my life, but I had a chance to coach high school fast pitch for uh, for four years. But people tell me, oh, well, coach, it, it's a slower game. The bases are 60 feet away. The pitch is 42 feet away. It's a much quicker game. You know, back when, uh, you know, back when I got here in 95, they were playing arc, mm-hmm. which was all just hitting the ball. So, yeah. so I mean, I think it's quicker than – I think it's just as quick or sometimes either quicker than uh, than baseball. Oh, uh, by far. You know, if, you, if you have a seven-inning game, it's probably an hour less than regular uh, a regular baseball, baseball game. And, and uh, But, yeah, with the 60-foot bases, you know, the, the, even the mound's 43 feet at, at the high school level and the college level, it's 43 feet. You know, like our ten and under today, they're going to be playing from 35 feet. So that's pretty close. And, and, <laughs> Very close. And it's quick. 
And uh, but yeah, it, it, I think it's a much quicker game. And yeah, baseball to me has always kind of been a, a, a boring practice, <laughs> but the games are fun because you never know when you're going to make that phenomenal play that, that I teach. I want them to learn. Routine plays are great. Phenomenal plays is what we want to see. Well, you know, you said baseball and softball is boring because I don't. I don't think the kids today get out there and play enough like you and I did. We didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't have xbox and playstation we had atari <laughs> yeah so i mean they're not playing enough and they're not and baseball and softball it's a thinking game you got you got to be ready the ball's hit to me where i'm going how do you how do you transpire that how do you get the girls to believe in that you just keep repetition repetition and, and make them try to believe that and teach them it's got to come from the heart you know you, you and you got to have your thinking cap on and you know we the biggest thing, just like you know, anything is repetition. You know, your your, your brain's got to understand it. And the more reps, the better off you're going to be. And that's what we're trying to do. And and in this town, what I've come to find out with starting to coach at, at Islands is the girls coming into the high school level are not ready for that. Right. And that was the need that we needed to, to see. And, and, and talking with uh, the head coach at Islands, Jesse Krieger, we thought coming back with Savannah Indian softball would give us this town a chance because the way I, way I try to promote it is, you know, we have soccer, we have volleyball, we now even have lacrosse. Where in that those three sports do you hear softball? You don't. Right. And, and, and so we're trying to give that option to these girls to play softball at a competitive level. We all know that, you know, if you play rec ball, rec ball is one thing. You can teach at the rec ball level. But to see that competitive level, you got to get on the road and go find it because it's not here. It's in Florida. It's in Atlanta and so forth, and, and even in Effingham. I know with Ty Rektovich and his bunch, in, uh, the Effingham Angels, uh, he's done a great job up there. He's promoted a lot of kids, as you said, uh, to go to colleges. And that's what we want to get to as far as Savannah uh, because it's, it's it's not a hotbed here. We right. want to create that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Effingham, uh, South Effingham, and Effingham County High Schools always have good softball programs. Uh, you know, so it, it stems through the rec programs and the traveling ball, which you said, like you said, Ty Rakovich doing just a great job with that, and uh, it's it, it, it's it's something that people see all the time so we want to do it here now as far as who's helping you and what's your official title for the savannah indians well my official and who, title and who's involved in with it with you my official title i guess is just regular old coach okay uh because i don't really want to be uh, the so-called president um but we have I, I i don't know how i got lucky this year but i had a, a fella come in from michigan that moved here to start work here and he did a, a, a organization in michigan and then uh his name is tom downing and I also have a guy from Arizona, uh, Bill Gadberry, who's doing our 14 and under bunch. Uh, Tom's doing our 12s. And um, he's bringing a West Coast, you know, flavor Style. here, you know. And so we're seeing a little bit more of different areas of the Northern Hemisphere to the, the Western Hemisphere of the United States. And um, But we also have Jim Freeman, who had a team. Uh, he's doing our 16 and under bunch. Uh, Richard... Um, Babbitt, Richard Babbitt from Windsor Forest. He's coaching at Windsor Forest. Is in helping. Uh, Jesse Krieger uh, from Islands is helping. Uh, Elena Sanders, uh, Elena Covina, uh, who is a, a assistant coach at Calvary, uh, and so forth. And we're trying to get our eight and under bunch going as well. Uh, we've had a little bit of a hiccup with that. Not enough girls to have a league. Right. So we're trying to get them started at, at, at a pitching machine where we can develop swings, develop defense, and you know, but. 
it's a community effort, and, and, and we got to have these the minds to do that. And, and it's a hundred percent commitment. I, I know that my family life has uh, been put on hold, just like yours. That when you coach, the satisfaction of coaching and seeing a kid absorb it and perform is awesome. I mean, and you're listening to the Call of Democracy Sports Report right here live. We're doing a live remote at the Savannah Mall right in front of the new ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head uh, studio. And uh, they're going to start redoing the inside. Right now you'll just see a, a blue uh, blue paper covering the windows and the, the, the logo. But it's going to be great, just like the uh, main studio in Brunswick. And I got – he doesn't want to be called the, the coordinator, but he is because they got five or six teams and he's been running around. He you know, he's not telling you that when I call him. I'm running to the eight under practice. I'm going to the 16 under practice. So he's all over the place, and you do a great job with it. And like with any organization, with anything with traveling ball, you have to raise funds. And you got a big, two big events coming up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the golf outing uh, June right. 14th. Two weeks from today, we're going to uh, have a golf tournament, our first annual Savannah Indians um, uh, golf tournament. And, and we're going to uh, have an 8.30 start, registrations at 8. Uh, we're looking to raise money for right this year. We're looking for our 18th or our high school division to raise money. And uh, we're going in with a $65 a player uh, uh, rate. Uh, try to get four, you know, the uh, teams of four. And then we're going to have 50 to to $100 hole sponsors. Nice. If we can get $50 to help out, awesome. Uh, anything, because everybody knows in this day and age it costs money to do anything. And these girls, you know, we need the girls and we need the funds to help buy equipment. Uh, uniforms or whatever. You know, every tournament nowadays, you got to have a dozen balls. Or, excuse me, you got to bring balls. And that costs money and so forth. And, and, and But, you know, just a good time to come out and help out and help out the Savannah Indians, our our own Savannah City of Savannah softball program. This is the one, only one going in this town. And come out and help out. And, and then on July 2nd, we're going to have a, uh, a night with Savannah Sandats where we're going to sell tickets um, you know, at the $8 value and uh, be able to profit off that. Uh, it's a great deal that Savannah uh, Sandats have done. Uh, we can buy tickets from them for $3, and we sell them at the face value, and that's a profit for us to put back into our organization for the years to come. Because the one thing that I've told people is that, yes, this is our first year back after a three-year layoff, but – 50 years from now, when if I'm not even here, I want this organization to still be running as Savannah Indians so these kids for the, the rest of time can have a place to play fast pit softball. It's an awesome sport. It's, it's, it's an awesome sport. I love it. Uh, you know, I grew up as a basketball player, but when I had my two daughters, I, I got involved with girls' sports. I, I can seriously tell you this, Carl. Uh, when I was a kid and growing up before I had my two daughters, I could not stand to watch women's sports it really? was just like you say boring right. but as i had nah, my i daughter, didn't say boring okay. not me not me <laughs> okay I'm i've sorry. coached i gotta be honest with you i've coached <laughs> girls basketball more than i've coached i've coached 30 years of coaching basketball 17 have been with the girls and 13 with the guys yeah and i, I did get a chance to coach fast pitch so softball no, no no we're not saying it's boring so it's don't not, get yeah, it. <laughs> yeah don't, don't take that wrong it's but not, people do look at it as boring yeah but well but when i had my two daughters that all changed I started watching the LPGA for golf. I, I started watching more fast pitch softball and, and girls basketball. Right. Uh, you know, as, as a player, you're, you you had to watch those girls before we played, and, and uh, you know, jump ball, jump ball, jump ball. You well, know, that's and, that's what it is when they're younger. So yeah, exactly. And so you know, uh, but as far as you know, being able to get out there and teach this stuff, I love teaching this game. 
It's all about getting the kids better, like you're saying. And once again, this is Edward Graham joining me on the call of the Massey Sports Report. And once again, they're looking to, to raise funds to support all the teams in their programs. So there's 8 and under, 10 and under, 12 and under, 14 and under, 16 and under. Or 18 and under. Basically, that's a high school division. Right. There's not enough kids or teams in the 18 and under division to play. Right. But with girls at that age, it's inevitable they're going to play high school softball. So why not combine it and right. get them ready for the high school season? So the first annual Savannah Indians Fast Pitch Golf Tournament will be held June 14th at Henderson Golf Course. The tournament is benefiting the Savannah in- Indians uh, softball program. Registration 8 o'clock, cart and range balls included, uh, $65 per person, mulligans $5 each, limit two per person, 50-50 raffle, close to the pin, a lot more prizes. Food will be provided by, yes, there'll be food, Henderson Golf Course. And if you want to get involved, just go to Facebook, Savannah Indians Fast Pitch, or you can call Richard Babbitt at 912-429-2364. That's Richard Babbitt, 912-429-2364. Jim Friedman, 912-660-9133. And you also can go, let me, I got it written down here, people. You can go to Savannah, Savannah, Savannah Indians Fast Pitch, Savannah Indians Fast Pitch at Yahoo.com. And you also can get in touch with Edwin Graham at 912 663 uh, three zero one seven. So, Edwin, thanks for taking the time to come in here. I hope you guys uh, achieve your uh, goal at the well, golf tournament you. and with the Sand Nats on July second. And anytime you got anything you want to talk about, Savannah Indians fast pitch, right. just give me a holler. Well, Carl, I just want to tell you one thing that I I appreciate what you're doing for this town it, 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 to boost the local uh, sporting events and you know for the girls. You know it, it, the guys have always been there. The guys right. have all you know they get the the the, the letterheads of everything. The girls are are what we've got to get. You we'll, know, we'll, we'll push both. Edwin. We'll push both, and, and just like I always tell people, hey, girls are out there working just as hard in the in the, in, in the uh, summer as the guys for football. The girls are out there with softball, you know, in the same heat, same humidity, and yeah. all that good stuff. They deserve the credit too. Oh yeah, and, and that's what we're trying to do. You and, got and, it, and I appreciate you know, having me on here. And, and anytime, and all right, Carl. Anytime you want to come on, I'll come back next Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, and you're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report. Next up. Little do you know that this man's been with the been with Armstrong Atlantic State for 15 years. The sports information director, sorry, the director of sports communication, and a good friend, Chad Jackson. He's on deck. He's on deck. He's waiting uh, right here in the wings. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you can uh, join us for the Call Demasi Sports Report right here on AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. That's ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. We're live in the Savannah Mall. We're here today once to, well, not just once, but to tell you that uh, we are opening up a new studio right here in the Savannah Mall in Center Court. Uh, it's on the first level. If you're facing Bass Pro Shop, it's to the right. And uh, it's going to be searching his uh, bio and seeing what he does over there at the uh, at the beautiful campus right here on Abercorn uh, at, at Armstrong. Is it Armstrong Atlantic State? Or are we going to go in Armstrong? Jul- 
July 1. July 1. Armstrong State University. Okay, and he's, he's letting you know right now, and he's been the uh, sports communication director for the past 15 years at Armstrong. It's always going to be Armstrong Atlantic State University to me. And that's Chad Jackson. And once again, Chad, thanks for coming in. Uh, I thought I was going to t- get have a hard time getting people to come in because usually I do a lot of phone interviews. And, you know, we just had Edwin Graham at Savannah Indians Fast Pitch Organization here. So, uh, once again, thanks for taking the time on Saturday morning for coming in. No problem, man. It's uh, it's nice to have you guys in the neighborhood. Now. You guys, yeah. <laughs> right across the street. I mean, this would be fantastic, especially because people right. want to come and see, you know, what they do at ESPN. Well, all I have to do is just hop across the street to Abercorn to our campus and see what we got to offer. And, and once again, it was a great year for Armstrong Athletics this year. And now, is it the fourth Directors' Cup, fifth, uh, fourth, three-peat? Third, third straight Commissioner's Cup for the all-sports trophy from the Peach Belt Conference, and then the fourth overall, but the second straight Peach Belt Academic Award, which is basically your student-athletes have a, have a higher GPA than the normal student body among the rest of the Peach Belt schools. Well, Chad, you do a great job over there. Once again, we're talking to Chad Jackson, the director of sports communication. What happened to the sports information director? Well, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a lot about bureaucracy and a lot about titles. And, uh, and when I was actually hired, they had to rename the position. Right. in order to hire me because they did not have one before the three years before I got here. So that's when Eddie Anschbacher, who hired me, said, well, we're going to make you the director of sports communications. <laughs> I'm like, well, that sounds a lot better than sports information director. That sounds like I've got a team of people that I'm talking to and <laughs> directing. And, well, technically I'm a director. So And, and people don't know that you're, you're, you're me, myself, and I, right? Exactly. So Chad Jackson, okay, you've been here 15 years at Armstrong Lake State. Tell people where you're from and uh, how you wound up here in uh, Savannah, Georgia. Well, I'm, I'm – uh, originally from Jacksonville, Florida. I was born in Jacksonville, went to Florida, University of Florida as an undergrad, and you know, spent quite a bit of time there. But my very first job, people always ask you how you got in the business. My very first job was running the scoreboard for the Florida baseball team as a freshman in 1989. Nice. And that's, you know, a lot goes on behind the scenes, obviously. And so that's when I first learned about sports information because I, like a lot of young sports fans went to school to become a sports journalist i went i was going to be a sports writer but then once i learned more about what goes on within a college athletic department this is pretty neat so i went i transferred back to home to north florida graduated from there but i interned within the north florida uh, sports information office at that time university north florida was in the same conference the peach bowl conference with armstrong right so um, i ended up taking a job at unc wilmington for one year that was my first full-time job but at the same time, you know, that my wife was working in Jacksonville, you know, Armstrong had a position open up for director of sports communications, but also Armstrong had a library position open, and that's what my wife does. So we thought, well, we're going to try it. You know, how often does it happen that you both apply for a job in the same place and get it? It just never happens. Right. We figured we had to take the chance. So I was hired as the director of sports communications, and three months later, my wife was hired you know, that was, I was hired in August 99. My wife was hired in March of 2000, and we've been here ever since, and we, just, we love it here. Now, people don't realize what goes into the director of sports communication. People just think that, yeah, oh, yeah new, newspaper, here's my story, but there's more to it. I know you do more than just, you know, send out the blurbs of, uh, you know, send out the blurbs, <laughs> send out the great achievements of what they're doing over there, Armstrong. People don't know that Armstrong, outside of Savannah, is well known. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's... And also, the nature of the job has changed. I mean, when I first got here, it was make sure you got everything to the paper, make sure you called all the TV stations. And then at that point, you know, the web was 
pretty nascent. Right. You know, so it was okay, put a story on the web. Well, nowadays, you're talking about, you know, producing live webcasts of games. You're talking about doing video features, like when we were on the road right. with tennis, with golf this postseason, producing video features, you know, interfacing with the NCA because they have gone more towards feature stories of their championships now rather than just telling you who won, who lost, and right. things like that. You know, and there's so many different types of media now that is, it, even just in the 15 years I've been here, it has changed tremendously from when I first started. I mean, I, mean, I, I agree with you. We started out with the newspaper, then we go to the TV, then we go to the radio. Now you got Twitter, now you got uh, Facebook, yep. now, I mean, it, it, now, YouTube. I mean, yeah. there's so many different avenues to get the, get the information out there. And so you're not just coordinating now, just the newspaper now. And I don't know how you, and then you got to, you know, you got to publicize the sport camps coming up and the academic teams. I mean, yep. I don't know how you do it. Well, and the good thing is that, you know, that's more avenues. Like, you know that the big schools, the Floridas, the Georgias, the Georgia Techs, you know, they're going to have their the made the majority of media attention but for a program like armstrong which as you said is popular within its own niche like you know obviously the tennis team's been successful softball has been so great lately you know you've got the future the past success of baseball and you know you've got these avenues where people can now choose to keep up with you and have easier access to a school like armstrong than in the past they would have to dig they'd have to you know most of the time, they'd have to pick up a phone and call you. Now they can go on YouTube, they can go on Facebook, they can go on Twitter and keep up with what the Pirates are doing. I mean, and the Pirates are very successful. I, I always wanted to ask you, how, how does a school like Armstrong get so much publicity and, and, and you know, popular, popularity across the United States when they don't even have a football program? Well, I think, I think part of it is we're in America. America loves a winner, and we have been producing winners, <laughs> winners on the field and also off the field and so a lot of the direction of college athletics has been towards success but there's many different ways to define success right. not just the wins and losses and i think our athletic department has done a nice job not only of bringing in coaches who coach the kids in the classroom and on the field but the administration absolutely loves that type of publicity too i mean it's it's great when you have a section of university where the news is positive and it's consistently positive. Right. I mean that that doesn't happen on a lot of no, campuses around around here or around the nation. I mean, just look at uh, every time we, we don't every time a Georgia football player does something wrong, you know about it right, right away. And you know, I, I want to hear about the good things. Mm -hmm. and, and there's so much, so many good things that come out of Armstrong and Lake State University athletics or the school itself. And like you said. You won the cup for athletics, and you also won the cup for academia. Yep. I mean, what more do you want? That's a feather in your cap. And I think also a lot of people are surprised by that because, you know, Armstrong's academic reputation locally is very, very good. And right. that's something the administration, the campus administration, has been working very, very hard mm -hmm. to get out into the state and to the nation. Right. Is that, yes, you know, Armstrong, maybe it's not a place you've heard of, but the academics are very, very good. The entrance requirements have gone up pretty much every year since I've been here. But they're producing strong caliber students and strong graduates which can only help you in the future well i know i wanted to ask you this before we get off we got about two minutes to go here dynasty the man's <laughs> leaving yes tell us about tennis well i mean it's it's certainly you would you would have thought and this is the thing that people ask me it's like what's taking it so long because you look at someone that's won nine national championships and you wonder when someone was going to take a chance 
on Simon going to the next level to prove that he can do it. And, you know, it's, it always has to be the right situation. Right. And when you look at what's come out of Raleigh, what's come out of NC State the last 24 hours, you know, they – they kind of have a little bit more foresight than maybe some of these other BCS schools have to take a chance on someone like Simon. And I talked to him yesterday, you know, when he took the job, and he, he said, look, you know, it's first year's going to be rough. He understands that. It's probably not going to be something he's used to. I mean, he's he may lose more matches in one year, his first year. <laughs> than he's State, ever lost they it. did in a decade. <laughs> but, you know, I am – very confident that he will he will bring NC State to a national prominence in women's tennis. Well, Simon Earnshaw has really has really done a great job with that program. I mean, uh, I don't know, the championships left and right, and every time you got to that spring season, you knew the tennis team was going to be in it. And uh, I mean, it's tough to see him leave, but well, you know, you, and, you can vouch for this. You're you're a coach. You always want to try to step absolutely. Make yourself I mean, better. it's all about challenges. It's all, right. all about it's all about pushing yourself as right. well as your team. And the best thing really is that now you talk about Armstrong being an attractive institution. You know. As Simon said yesterday, you know, we probably have the best tennis program outside of Division One, and just the amount of talent that we are now going to attract that want to come in and coach right. that is going to be amazing. All right, now, so we got Simon leaving. All right, summer camps galore, Armstrong Lake States. Let's give them the last plug as we wind this up. Absolutely. Go to armstrongpirates.com. We've got boys' and girls' basketball camps coming up. Follow Bullock, Evans Davis. We also have soccer camps with Eric Faulkner and volleyball camps with Will Condon. All of those are on our website. You can go to the summer camps link, bring your kids over to summer, see a great campus, work with some outstanding coaches, and basically just have a good time. And check out, it's a beautiful campus. If you haven't seen the baseball, softball, and soccer field together, I mean, just one right after the other, fine fine arenas to to go play in and and the gym, air conditioning. Then you go over to the volleyball gym, air conditioning. So there's a lot of good things going on this summer. Well, Chad, you do a great job, and I'm glad that you keep it positive because that's what it's all about. And that's what Armstrong is all about. They're positive. They're they're a feather in our cap here in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, you do a great job. Thank you. I appreciate you. Appreciate having me on. it. We'll be seeing a lot more of each other now. You're right now, across right the across the street. street. And like I said, anytime you got something you want to you want to get it on the radio. I know Kevin Thomas and uh, the guys at Three and Out love talking about Armstrong Sports. And uh, by the way, BJ's wife is an That's Armstrong right. former Armstrong softball player. But uh, once again, I appreciate you do a great job. And uh, I'm always looking for that Armstrong uh, little blurb every morning when I get it to see what what's happening over there uh, at the, on the campus. So keep love it up. To do it, 15 years, and I hope I'm here 15 more years. Going strong. That's right. And that's Chad Jackson, the director of sports communication, not sports information director, director of sports communication over there at Armstrong Atlantic State University. Which July 1st we go Armstrong State. Armstrong U- State University. <sighs> it's going to be tough to get used to that. But uh, once again, you're listening to the Call of the Mosque Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3. FM, WSEG. We'll be right back. I'm going to give you my three top prep stories for the school year 2013-2014, and it's all brought to you by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Welcome back to the Carl DeMossi right here on ESPN Radio, 
Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. I'm Carl DeMasi. We're, we're live here in the Savannah Mall, right across from the new studio, well, soon to be in the new studio for ESPN Savannah Hilton Head, right here in the Savannah Mall, right at Senate Court. And we're also here for the kickoff summer reading program with Live Oak Library. Today's event is in the mall. Please get over here. It's, you know, it's still early. There's not many people here. So once again, it's a great opportunity to come out here and, and kick off your summer reading program with Live Oak Library. they got a lot of things going to be set up, so uh, get involved, Savannah Mall. And that's the new home of ESPN Savannah Hilton Head. Quickly, uh, Stephen Weeks couldn't get on because uh, we don't have any phone lines, but there are three golfers with quote Stephen Weeks. Elmo Weeks is the golf columnist for the Savannah Morning News. Three Savannah golfers will try to qualify for the U.S. Open on Monday through sectional qualifying. Don't forget, last year, 2013, USGA senior amateur champion Doug Hansel and Crosswinds assistant pro Blaine Bunch are playing in Roswell, Georgia, and Brian Harmon, of course, I told you, missed the cut at uh, the Memorial, Arnie Palmer's Memorial Open. Uh, Gene Sowers is tied for 34th in, a, in uh, Iowa. Savannah Scott Weeks and Danny Nelson carded 72s at the National Invitation Tournament at the Country Club of Birmingham in Birmingham, Alabama. They are three strokes off the lead. Savannah's Doug Hansel and Dave Kennedy shot 73s are only four strokes back. And once again, stop by the Savannah Memorial Mor- Stop by the Savannah Mall and see us in Center Court. We'll be back with hour number two of the Carl DeMasi Sports Board, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Hour number two coming up. Stay tuned. You're going to enjoy it. We got the weathering team, Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week coming up, and we got the man himself, the state champion baseball coach, Kevin Farmer, joining us live in Center Court at Savannah Mall. Stay tuned for hour number two. We'll be right back, and it's all part of that Southern Pigskin Radio. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports, and that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call Damasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And we're live at Center Court in the Savannah Mall. If you're on a low level, just look right at Bass Pro Shop. We're right to the right. It's going to be a brand new studio, just like the studio down there in beautiful beautiful Brunswick at the Glen Place Mall, and uh, it's going to be a mini ESPN studio. It's not going to be as big, but it's just going to be just as exciting. And we're here for the kickoff summer reading program 
brought to you by Live Oak Library right here in, in the mall. There's going to be a lot of events going on. So get over here. Summer reading has started. Summer school, summer school, not summer school, but summer has started. There's a lot of summer reading events, uh, reading uh, books that we got to get done with our kids. And uh, what way to kick it off then with the kickoff summer reading program with Live Oak Library. And once again, we're in Santa Court, and uh, it's it, it looks like it's going to be unbelievable. It's to the right of Bass Pro Shop. Uh, to the left, we got a new Wing Shack coming in. Uh, up top, we got a new Toby uh, Keith restaurant coming in here in Savannah Mall. Uh, they're bringing back Savannah Mall back, uh, trying to get everybody to come in here. And once again, Bass, Bass Pro Shop. What more do you want? It's a guy's dream. Just going in, uh, go through all the outdoor uh, outdoor. Um, Camping uh, supplies and hunting supplies and fishing supplies and clothing. And, I mean, I get lost in there when I go in there for hours and hours and hours. So, uh, once again, we're live here at Savannah Mall. Uh, second hour, always exciting for the second hour of my show because we'll have the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. She's only a sophomore. She won a gold medal as a freshman. This year she took three events as a sophomore, the 100, 200, and long jump in the Class AA uh section of george high school in track and field and that's sophomore taylor deloach and then we'll talk to the ball coach he won himself his third yes you heard me right his third georgia high school state association baseball championship but this is the first with his alma mater the benedictine military school cadets and that's kevin farmer all right let's go to the scoreboard okay we'll, we'll start off with the good old atlanta braves the braves get off the snide after losing four straight to the red sox come on guys the red sox lose 11 in a row the Braves come in, and they beat you four straight. Come on. I know I know. the, the Braves is a spinoff of the other Boston team when the Red Sox were playing the Boston Braves, but come on. But hey, you know what? They're still in first place. I'm, I, I sound like the regular Bra- Braves fan crying already, and it's only uh, a quarter of the season done. But, uh, yep, they beat the Marlins last night. They beat the Fish 3-2. to two. Julio Terran, he was the star of the game, pitched seven and third innings, had a single and a double. I mean, he scored the tying run in the seventh inning. The man did everything last night. And, of course, we bring in the, the fireman, the relief pitcher, the man that's probably the best relief pitcher in baseball right now. And I'm telling you right now, I think I've followed the best one ever, Marion Rivera, while Craig Kimbrell, I, I would put Craig Kimbrell right up there with him right now. It's his 14th save and 16 chances. I know he blew the other one Thursday night in Boston, but what are you going to do? It happens, and uh, they're still in first place by half game. They play today at 4:10 at Marlins Park, once again against the second place, Miami Marlins, who's only half a game behind the Braves. Savannah Sandnets, our only professional baseball team or sports team here in Savannah, Georgia, take on the Rome Braves tonight at 6.05. They lost a heartbreaker last night in the last inning, 7-6. Jeff McNeil was the, I guess, star of the game for the Sandnets. He was 2-for-5 with three RBIs. The Nats played tonight, and it's Saturday, so it's fireworks night at Historic Racing Stadium. Gates uh, open at 5 o'clock. First pitch, 6.05. Get over there and support your Savannah Sandnets. High school baseball, we talked about it. I've talked about it. On Monday, the Benedictine Cadets brought home their second baseball championship, their first one since 1961. Great series, three-game series. They lost the first one, came back, won the second one on Saturday. And then on Monday, four-hour rain delay. And this guy right here, Carl Damasi, sat in the four hours, sat in four hours of rain, waiting for that game to start. And I'm telling you right now, it seemed like when they said they were going to start the game at 4.15, the clouds opened up. The God smiled on that field, and it was a beautiful day the rest of the day. And the BC Cadets are the Georgia High School AA classification baseball champs, first time since 1961. But the old ball coach, Kevin Farmer, gets his third ring. That's the third one. Two with Calvary, now one with BC. On the PGA Tour, Brian Harmon missed the cut, 
But Gene Sowers is playing at the Principal Charity Classic in Iowa. He's tied for 34th at one, down, one under. I wish I could be tied for 34th shooting one under, but, you know, sometimes that never happens. we got a lot of other guys uh, in the area playing golf this weekend. Thank, uh, this is courtesy of Stephen Elmo Weeks, or I, I like to call him the columnist. Three Savannah golfers are trying to qualify for the U.S. Open on Monday uh, through the sectional qualifying. We have our uh, USGA Senior Amateur champion, champion from 2013, Doug Hansel, and Crosswinds assistant, uh, assistant pro Blaine Bunch are playing in Roswell, Georgia. Um, then we have Savannah's Scott Weeks and Danny Nelson. They both carded 72s at the National Invitation Tournament at the Country Club of Birmingham in Birmingham, Alabama. They are three strokes off the lead, and Savannah's Doug Hansel is, and David Kennedy shot 73s, and they're four shots off the lead. So we've got a lot of guys trying to qualify for the amateur, uh, U.S. Uh, amateur Open. So uh, hopefully uh, they can qualify that. And Stephen Weeks will have an uh, article Tuesday on all this, so make sure you catch his column from the columnist about local savannah golf and that's steven weeks uh once again uh, we got a lot of summer camps going on get involved be be uh proactive uh your kids are done with school and uh, you want them to some do armstrong atlantic state has basketball volleyball uh what else did he tell me basketball volleyball soccer savannah state we had a uh, coach ernest uh, wilson on last week and he was on three and out yesterday telling us about his football camps that's the only football, college football program here in the city of Savannah. And Ernest Wilson, in my mind, is a class act, honest guy. He's trying to change the image over there uh, at Savannah State, uh, especially that football program. And he, you know, T.A. Wright Stadium, beautiful stadium. Your kid's going to be out there. You know, they have the junior camp coming up. Uh, sorry, the little camp for the youth coming up. What's that? Little Tiger camp. Then we'll go to the middle school camp, and then we'll go to the high school camp. And you know what? Being a high school coach for such a long time, if you want your kid to have a shot and any type of scholarship, get him to a school's summer camp. That's where the coaches get to know the kid. They get to see what he's like. Hey, you'll, you have God-given talent. They know that. But they want to see what type of person you are. They want to see what your grades are like. And that's the first thing Ernest Wilson said yesterday. The first thing they look at is are your transcripts, your grades. They know you're gifted. And I, I have to say this, and I'll talk to Kevin Thomas later on. What I thought was the best part of this whole thing, besides the grades, is they don't want highlight films. They want to see what you do in the game on every play. Because, yeah, you might run that seven-yard touchdown. What do you do the next play? Stand there and watch. So, you know, people, you know, I'm telling you this right now. This is the old ball coach. I'm telling you right now, highlight films are great. They catch their attention. But they want to see what you do when you're not the highlight. Do you block? Okay? Do you know where you're going? Do you jump off sides? Do, you know, do you, are you an asset to your team? So, uh, once again, I thought that was a great point. We'll talk to Kevin Thomas in the fourth segment of this uh First, uh, uh, sorry, second hour about Ernest Wilson in uh, the ESPN, new ESPN studio, and uh, Kevin's got a lot to tell us. So, uh, once again, this cannot be possible without my sponsor, and that's Optum Orthopedics. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Thomas is the man that runs that show. Don't, don't, don't take B.J. Uh, Bennett and, uh, and Matt Osborne. Matt Osborne is the information director, and B.J. Bennett is the man that knows nothing about sports. And then we throw <laughs> Kevin Thomas in there, who has to keep these two from going at each other. But I'll tell you right, these three guys... You heard me, guys, not y'all. These guys do a great job with local sports, and that's what they're all about, whether it's in Brunswick or whether it's in Savannah, Georgia, whether it's up and down the east coast of uh, Georgia. These three guys love local sports. They love national sports, and uh, I give them a lot of credit. Uh, Matt Osborne and B.J. Bennett just uh, completed a big assignment for U.S. today, so uh, you're talking guys to guys that really know what they're talking about. And B.J. Bennett, 
tries to pull the wool over my eyes. It's got to be some big wool to pull over my eyes. But he really does know what he's talking about, and uh, I love the guy. So without, without further ado, remember, Optum Orthopedics is your, uh, with 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Durant Avenue right here in Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. Next up, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. This young lady's a star. Three gold medals in the Georgia High School State Class AA Track and Field uh, Championships uh, three weeks ago, and that's sophomore from St. Vincent's Academy, Taylor Deloach, and it's all brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And welcome back to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Once again, a beautiful Saturday morning right here in Savannah, Georgia, and we're live, live remote in the Savannah Mall, right in center court, right across or right to the right of Bass Pro Shop, and we're facing the new Savannah and Hilton Head ESPN studio right here in center court. Stop on by. Stop by and chat with us and uh, let us know what's going on, but it's going to be a lot of fun being right here in Savannah Mall. And once again, ESPN promoting local sports. Well, this part of the show brings in the kids that have succeeded in this area. The skinny on this young lady is she was the Savannah Morning News Girls Track Athlete of the Year again. She won the 100, 200, and long jump at the Class A state meet in Albany, becoming the first St. Vincent's athlete to win a track event at a state meet. Didn't you do that last year at State? <laughs> almost, almost. Almost. You finished second? I finished second. She finished second, okay. Um, during the season, Miss Deloach turned in a long jump of 20 feet, 1 inch, which is the longest leap of a female prep athlete in the state of Georgia and fifth longest in the state. All right? She set a personal best in the 100 and 200, sorry, at the 100 with a 12.16 at region and a 200 at 24.68 at state. Last summer, she placed first in the long jump with a 19-feet, 3-inch jump at the AAU Nationals in Orlando, Florida. What more can I say? She's been on the show already. This is the second time, so she's repeating as a Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Joining us now in center court across from the new ESPN Radio studio, Miss Taylor Deloach. Good morning, Taylor. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? It's good, good. Everything's good. Running, oh. everything's good. I, I I told you last year you'd be back. Yeah. <laughs> I had confidence in you. So, I did too, you know. So, you know, did, did you expect to do, um, I mean, so, I mean, unbelievable, three events. Did you expect to win three events up there at the state meet? Actually, no. I only planned to win two, and that was the 200 and the long jump. But the 100, I came in, I ran, I ran like the last 20 meters, and I got in, came out with the first place. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. And, you know, we, we've said this last year to let people get to know you. 
I mean, you also play basketball at St. Vincent's. You're only a sophomore. I mean, what, what, what's so special about track? When did you get involved in this, this sport? I would say I got involved when I was seven. I started, I didn't start long jumping until I was about 10. So that took three years. I used to just do the 50 and the 100. I was a sprints person. Never liked the 400. I still don't <laughs> like the 400 till this day. And then after a while, I started doing the 200, I think. That wasn't as bad as the 400. Right. And then the long jump came. I started doing, I was doing the standing jump. We just stand there and jump. And then started doing the long jump. And that's been my passion ever since. Now, you know, I'm not a runner. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I hated running, whether it was sprints, whether it was long distance, forever. I, I guess because of football with all those sprints. And then we'd have to run a mile in under, back in my day, we had to run a mile in under six minutes. So you could see me trying to do that. So I was <laughs> your, your lineman now. It always took seven, eight minutes. But, I mean, it's tough because it's a sport that you really work on by yourself. What do you like most about the sport? You just said 100, 200. We know you don't like the, the 400. A long jump. What, what do you like most about the sport? I mean, it's an individual thing. I'm definitely an individual person. I'm not going to say I don't like team sports, but I'm more of an individual person. And so when it comes down to those three events, i got to put my heart and everything into it, especially my long jump. <laughs> I, I have to do that. That's, that's like my number one goal. I'm still trying to strive for my goal right now is 26 feet, and that's past the world record. So I'm not that far away, especially from college. 26 feet? 26 feet. Female long jumper. The yes. record is 26 feet. And the record is probably about 25 feet. Wow. So I'm trying to go over it. Well, you got to set a goal somewhere. Yes, so, got to. I mean, uh, I mean, but, uh, you know, you have the, the, the longest jump in the state of Georgia for a prep athlete. You're fifth in the country. I mean, so I gather – the event that you like the most is long jump? Yes, definitely long jump. Why do you like it so much? I mean, I just like the sand. I like flying in the air. I like running down the track. I mean, it's all hard work. It takes a lot of hard work, especially getting right there on the board, three jumps. Sometimes I have four. So, I mean, it's, it's my favorite event. So it's besides speed, it also takes a lot of uh, yes, timing to, and coordination. Yes, definitely, especially getting up in the air with the right hand movements, arm gestures, and everything. So it's all down on science. Everything's got to be precise. Yes, definitely. All right. So and now what is your routine that, that helps you uh, with the long jump or uh, helps you become a, a quicker sprinter? What, what's your routine for getting better? All right. Well, this is how it goes. I have three practices a day. I have one at 9, one at 11, and one at 5.30. And then I have three different types of practices. I have beach workouts, I have gym workouts, and I have track workouts. And... The gym workouts, I go and weight lift. The beach workouts, I have to run along the beach, which is, that's tiring. And it hurts my legs a lot, but, <laughs> I mean, I like it. And the track workouts, those are deadly. Very, very deadly. Running, oh, gosh. Those are deadly. <laughs> and I have to, my long jump track, when I go to my track workouts, I have to do my long jump. And I have to do boundings. I have to do the sprints. I have to do my arms. Everything. everything now, bounding is, is like hopping and skipping, right? Somewhat. Some so, people well, say it's well, hard for, for people to do when they but first for try. But for a lay person, someone who doesn't, who's not involved in track and field, it's it's like skipping. And, yeah. But it's getting up in the air. It's not just definitely getting up in the air and extending your legs out so you can get that motion in. Now you, you're talking about all this training three days, three day, three day, three times a day, and wh where are you doing all this? I do it at Savannah State. I do it at Tybee, and I do it at the Islands YMCA. Wow. So mom's, mom's got you all in place because you haven't got your license yet, right? I have my license now. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> you're on your own now, eh? Yes, almost. Almost, almost. almost. Okay. Now, uh, I mean, we talked about winning the three events, the 100, 200, and the long jump in the class, double-A track and field uh, event. I mean, but 
did you have a goal to win all three, or was your goal just to win long jump? What was your goal for the season coming into the high school track season? Coming into the high school track season, I felt like I was just going to win the 200 and the long jump, not the 100, because I'm really not a sprinter when it comes to the long jump. I mean, not the long jump, but the 100. Right. Because I do the 100 for my long jump so I can get that speed on the runway. But other than that, I really wasn't expecting to win a gold in that event. But I'm happy and proud I did it, so I got to go back even harder next year. Well, they're going to be they're gonna be shooting for you because now they know who you are. So oh, they, definitely, you, especially in the long jump. They always say, right. where's that Deloach girl? And here she comes. Here she comes, and they're looking for you. And, you know. Especially in the long jump. Oh but gosh. I can tell you, when, when, when you walk in, this is just me because I guess I've coached so long, you can tell you're an athlete. I couldn't tell whether you're a basketball player or a track star, but, I mean, Coach, Coach Dotson really wants you to be a basketball star. But anyway, I mean, you can tell when you walk in, you're an athlete. Now, let's talk about your team. Anybody else on the team have a good season? Uh, anybody that really works it as hard as you at St. Vincent's, or they just, you know, are doing it because they enjoy the, the, the sport itself? I would say basically the whole team, they do it because they enjoy it. But the most people, the two people that stand out are the senior and Kelly, who just graduated, and the junior, Amanda Johnson. They really, I think they have a heart for it also. They're a distance. They're not sprints, but they're distance. And, you know, they did the best they can do. Even though they start, I mean, they finished off at Regions, they still put their all into it. But those are the two athletes that stood out the most. Okay. Now, when, when you won your three, now they give you gold medals when you win, right? Yes. Okay, when you won the gold medals, what was your reaction? What was your family's reaction? How did it make you feel? At first, I was not excited at all. I was just like, okay, I got three golds. Uh, I didn't know how to react. I didn't know to be happy, sad. I mean, not sad, but I didn't know to be happy at all. I was just smiling like I am now. <laughs> and she has a smile from ear to ear. And, uh, but, you know, you got to realize, though, because I guess you're used to going against the best mm -hmm. throughout the whole summer, throughout the whole year. And when you get to high school, nobody, you know, nobody really puts a lot of emphasis on track and field in high school. But believe it or not, these are the, probably the girls that you face all year long, right? Yes, definitely. I'll probably see them at the AAU National Qualifiers. And I just recently came back from the Golden South Classic. And five, no, three of the top girls that were jumping past 20 feet were there. And I came in second, and I got second actually almost but got like, first but like you said three to top other top girls yes. and to finish second means that you're right with them you can mm -hmm. play with them only sophomore actually only sophomore in that top five they were all seniors seniors and juniors wow so that's that's pretty impressive uh now uh do you have time to participate in anything else besides track and i know you do basketball you know so let us do you have time to how about anything other than uh sports at school do you have time to do anything else um actually no not with all the practices <laughs> in school I have no time for anything else. So why the basketball? Just to keep you going during the season? Basketball for my height and to get up so I can, you know, get up there for long jump. But I like playing it, especially I, with the people I meet. All the people, they come and support the team. So Now, you have – who coaches you uh, outside of school? Outside of school, I have Coach Jinx and my dad. Now, in school, who's the coach in school? Coach Odom and Coach Antonucci. Okay. Now – Talk about your coaches. How do they influence uh, your track and field success? I mean, what, are, what do they do to motivate you and get you to be who you are? Oh, okay. Well, I call Coach Antonucci Coach Nooch, but I just call it Nooch. Coach Nooch, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Nooch, I mean, she's, all, she's really happy. She's a very – she'll get out there and do it herself if she has to in order to show you. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, Nooch, all right. And then Coach Odom, I mean, she's always there. She can be there when she can. She's always there to support every sport, not just track and field, but – I mean, I love her. She's a really good coach to have. So they always push me to be better, especially Nooch, going out there and showing me it to them. I'm like, okay, learning from the best here. 
So Let, let's let's go now to Dad and Co- I mean Coach Jenks is a legend. I mean, yes, uh, definitely S- a legend. Savannah Cheetahs and the whole nine yards. So talk about the outside where they help you, and especially Dad. The, and, you know, besides giving you you know what you need to get there and how to do it. Okay, but uh, tell us about Dad and uh, Coach Jenks as far as the AAU track. They both definitely go back to the basics. It's all about basics with them. You have to get the small things right in order to be successful with the big things. So I have to look up to them, and they teach me a lot, especially my dad being going places with me, traveling, the money he puts into it, has to. Well, you know, all coaches want you to master the parts before you get to the hole, and I think they're doing a pretty good job, don't you? Yes, I think they are too. (laughs) So what do you plan on doing uh, this summer for track? A lot lot going on. Uh, Last last year you were raising money to go to nationals. What do you got going on? This year, I told you about the Golden South. I have the AAU um, national qualifier. Next week I go to the New Balance Nationals in North Carolina. I have in the Disney Championships and the Junior Olympics. Is that a Disney Championships in Disney? Yes, actually That's in Orlando, cool. Florida, ESPN Wildwater Sports Complex. Nice. And the last one is the Junior Olympics in Des Moines, Iowa. You got a big road ahead of you. <laughs> yes, a lot of Are we doing any do. fun ro- fundraising like we did last year? Any way I can help you get the word out there? Um, I'll talk to Mom. Yeah. <laughs> She'll help me out with that, it. okay. Now, now <laughs> you're only sophomore. you still got two years to go. Tell us about St. Vincent's. What is St. Vincent's? mean to Taylor Deloach? Uh, it's definitely a sisterhood, like I always say. Sisterhood, sisterhood, sisterhood. I mean, they definitely support me. All of my people, all the people, I would say, most of my friends, teachers, oh, teachers, they come in with newspapers everywhere. <laughs> Taylor, I see you in the newspaper. I'm like, yes. And my friends, yeah, they're definitely there to support me. They love me all. I can feel the love there. Especially when I came back from the state, they surprised me. What'd they do? They came and gave, they gave me, they honored me with the cake. I like cake. <laughs> Even though I'm an athlete, I like cake. I like sweets. But I, I think, Taylor, you burned that off very quickly. Yes, yes. <laughs> the whole, they got the whole school to come down. And they surprised me in the gym. And my parents were there. I had to wear, I didn't know why I had to bring my hat and my T-shirt and my medals. I thought it was going to be a regular picture. But, no, they surprised me. The news feed was there. So. Well, you're doing a great job. You're only a sophomore. I think you might be the first four-peat that will be on my show because I could see you doing great things next year as a junior, yes. next thing as a senior. And we got colleges already looking at you, which I forgot to mention. Uh, Notre Dame, what other colleges have uh, also served? I would say Notre Dame, Middle Tennessee State, North Carolina State. Um, I recently got one from Texas Tech. Nice. Kansas, University of Kansas, the Naval Academy. Wow. It's a more. I'm, really I'm, I'm going to say go Irish. <laughs> that's because that's that's the only team I knew when I was growing up. So, but anyway, this you're this week's this is uh, Dale Deloach from St. Vincent Academy. That's who you've been listening to. I'm Carl Damasi, and this is the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week section. And she is the two-time winner of this award for May 31st, 2014. Taylor Deloach from St. Vincent's Track and Field. If you didn't hear hear the beginning of the segment, three gold medals at the state track meet. Uh, 100 meter, 200 meter, and long jump. She's also finished second at the Golden South in the long jump, and she was the youngest to finish second. So she's got a lot of ups on her. Great job. Keep it up, and I look forward to seeing you again next year. All right. Thank you. Well, I'll see you on the basketball court. Just take it easy on us, okay? I will. I'll try. There's your plaque from Dr. Bart Weatherington. And remember, Doc, Dr. Bart Weatherington, I mean, he's a big um, – he supports athletics, and uh, he does a great job. He coaches youth baseball. He's really into this. So if your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy. You just want to pick something up and throw it across the room if you can. Well, at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, 
pain relief to help you move better and have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a have healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic located at the corner of 70th Avenue, Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. And remember, he'll help you with all your chiropractic needs. Next up, the ball coach from the state champions. That's Kevin Farmer, the man, good friend of mine. I uh, love the guy. And once again, Benedictine Military School winning the state championship. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM WSEG. And remember, it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And welcome back to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics. Right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And I'll tell you right now, I talked about this earlier. First of all, i got to thank you for listening to the show, whether it's for five minutes, 15 minutes, a segment. I really do appreciate you, and uh, I appreciate that you care much about local sports as I do. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a privilege to do this. And uh, I'm telling you, I have, I've been here now 19 years. I've seen teams win state championships, but I've never seen it done personally. And I wasn't going to miss this one. And uh, my son had the pleasure of play, playing for this next guy in uh, 2005, 2007, special times over at Calvary Day School, 2006, runner-up, 2011, Final Four. And, I mean, he's just touched the lives of so many young men. But I had to get over to Benedictine to watch the championship game on Monday. I, I, I didn't want them to lose two on Saturday. I wanted them to get over with, but I couldn't get there. They lost the first. They won the second. And they came back on Monday, and this guy got out there at 1230 because that's when it was supposed to start. One thirty uh, was supposed to start, so I got there at 1230 because, you know, Saturday was a packed house. And, you know, I had someone drop me off, so I didn't have a car. And I stood there for four hours in the rain, and it was well worth it because at 430, you know, Benedictine, Catholic school, got to love the Catholics, the sky opened up. God said, let there be sun. And I'm telling you, let there be sunshine on Benedictine because they won their uh, first championship since 1961 so that's a second state baseball championship and just seeing the kids and knowing the kids and you know i don't know how many people know this i also teach driver's ed during the summer and it's at a local establishment driving school and i see these kids come into school for five days and you get to know them you get five days with them and it's just a great opportunity and to see them win that state championship seven to two the the crowd going wild uh uh you know and uh help me out pat parker being there who who helped so much with uh refurbishing that field and Losing his son, which, you know, once again, touched me because I had him in drivers and I did drive him personally. So it's just just great to see it, you know, you know, end up the way he did. And uh, he's joining us now live in the Savannah Mall. Once again, we're ESPN Radio, Savannah AM, 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 AM 1400, 104.3 <laughs> FM. Coach, you got me nervous. I never get nervous. No, with you. don't. And, uh, don't we're in Senate nervous. Court. We're here for the, let me get this right. The kickoff summer reading program, which is sponsored by Live Oak Library, right here in the mall. It's, it's all over the place, so get out here and enjoy it. And once again, we're here to uh, do the live remote in front of the new ESPN, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 studio. And uh, it, it's just a great pleasure. And joining me now, live, thank you for coming in, is the man himself, the baseball coach, as I like to call him. And whether it's a Calvary or Benedictine school, he does a great job, and that's Kevin Farmer. Thank you, Carl. Thank you for all the support this year. It's, it's really been fun. It was a great year, and, and it's, uh, 
you know, exciting to bring a state championship home to Benedictine Military School. And, you know, what's exciting about me is that people, don't, you know, people realize now that you went to Benedictine, you're a local Savannah kid, and, you know, they think about the kids winning it, but, you know, you're a byproduct of the chain based, the, the first chain gang, Buddy Meyer, rest his soul, getting that. Just like Edwin Graham was here starting the Savannah Indians. It's something special when it's your own. It's in your own town, isn't it? It is. It's, you know, t- <clears throat> You know, we we told the kids to really just focus about what was on the you know what was going on you know in between the fences you know and in between the lines. But you know, as a coach, every once in a while you step out of that dugout and you take a quick look around and you see all the support from other student athletes in the area, uh, you know, alumni, you know, people that I've coached in the past and from other schools and and people like yourselves and the media and everybody and and the whole Savannah community, not along with the BC community in it. You know, it just means a lot, you know, as an alum from Benedictine Military School who played baseball on that field under Coach Munch and Coach Orsini and, and having my brother and Brandon Collins, who uh, who won state championships um, for me at Calvary, coaching you know, with me at BC. It just, you know, it just, you know, it just means a lot. And, and like you said, in reference to the Parkers, it was just a special season. Uh, we had a lot of things, you know, I think um, – that went well for us, and uh, we were blessed. And uh, you know, not only with the you know new structures at the field and all the changes, but even you know all the hard work and dedication from the boys on the field. And I, I you know, Kevin Farmer doesn't you know you know boast about himself, but if you know anything about Kevin Farmer on the baseball field, now it's just high school. Now I've seen this man, and the first time I saw him coaching was back when you were cho- coaching the chain uh, the, the chain, chain links. links. Yes. And you know, and I was an umpire, and I'm saying. This young guy really thinks he knows it all. But, you know, in the long run, I never thought we'd cross paths again. But, you know, it wound up being a lot. But on the high school field, he's 302. He has 302 wins, 81 losses for a 786 winning percentage, okay? He coached the Calvary Day School for 10 seasons. He posted a 241 and 70 record there, seven regional titles, which now you can add two more, right? Yes, sir. So we're at nine, three state rings. And I mean, it's just phenomenal that, you know, did you foresee this coming when you first started back there? With, with your, it was your brother, too, you would coach. Yeah, it was my brother. I mean, you know, I, you know I, I did not foresee all this, you know, but, you know, I learned even, you know, even from my dad, who's, you know, Joe Farmer is a great, hardworking guy who, who helped coach me and, and work with chain baseball over the years and, and learned from other people that, you know, were my coaches and mentors and, and, um, you know, I didn't foresee all this, you know, in regards to, um, you know, state titles and region titles. But but what I did foresee was, you know, being in education and being in coaching and, and helping, you know, mold, you know, student athletes into good, you know, good quality citizens and good people. And hopefully, you know, they would be successful, you know, on and off the field. But um, but I'm I'm so happy that I went into education, you know, and, and came back home. And it, it does mean a lot to be at home and have the support and you know, people congratulate you and, and, and introduce themselves, you know, back from, you know, a, you know, back, you know, I met so many people and, and, and gentlemen from BC who played on the 61 team yeah. and, and, and it's just, it's just unique and it's just great. And it's just, a, it's been a prev, you know, privilege this season. Well, tell us about the boys this season. I mean, they really gelled together. Last year was a heartbreaker. Uh, you know, losing it uh, the way you did last year and coming back doing all this. Tell us about the boys this year. Man, the the boys responded real well. We, you know, we, you know, after the first season, it, I think it took a little time for them to get acclimated to my philosophy. Uh, you know, but then you know when you have you know six outstanding seniors who who now you know on their second year with me became good leaders. Uh, ben Wright was our you know was was a you know 
very good leader for us on and off the field. Uh, you know, he received our captain's award this year, and he anchored down second base. And again, along, you know, Mike Huggins and, you know, at shortstop. And then you had, you know, a great senior support staff, you know, with Stephen Tate, Trey Jackson, Clay Moore, and Andy Crawford. You know, those guys helped lead the way, you know. But we also had a lot of success from the younger guys who had some experience, um, you know, playing last year um, on the team. And, it, you know, it's, they, they had a chance to gel and bond. Even, you know, Colonel LaRosa this year, our senior Army instructor at Benedict Military School, allowed us to uh, get out at Hunter Army Airfield and go to a mm-hmm. obstacle course and team. Yeah. team Brad, Brad Stewart <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> team building course. You know. So anytime you can incorporate that, and then we did a lot of volunteer community service uh, opportunities throughout the season. Uh, you know, so just throwing all that in and, and the hard work and dedication and just trying to keep them focused, you right. know. And But it's just a great core of guys, and, and uh, they worked hard and, you know, we won it Monday. Uh, we celebrated Tuesday night with our sports banquet, and then we had practice Wednesday and Thursday. And and the older boys went ahead and had a doubleheader on Thursday, so they're they're right back at it. So, yeah, I, uh, I know you're right back at it because I got a phone call from you, and I'm saying, Kevin, are you there? Because I figured you know maybe you couldn't make it. Kevin, this after we set this up, Kevin, are you there? And it, you're out there. You you got you got to cover the base. You got to move it. And I said, he, he, you know, the phone was turned on. He didn't know he was calling me. So it was ironic that you did that. But uh, all right, so now. Future looks bright. Uh, you know, you got a lot of camps going on. Uh, overall, two at Calvary, one at BC. I mean, they all got to be special to you. They're all special, you know. And 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 like you said, with two of your own kids coming back to help you coach. <laughs> yes, you know, two of my former players at Calvary, Brandon Collins and, and my brother Kyle, who who you know, who now Kyle teaches at BC as well, um, coaching with me, you know, and the, <laughs> it was just, it's, it's really special, but. You know, they learned a lot too as coaches. Not only you know, and you know, they were like, "How did y'all? How do we do that?" You know, in, at Calvary, and, and they were they were just as nervous as the boys. In fact, I think they mentioned that they were more nervous as coaches rather than you know players. Because you got your hand tied, you can't go out there and play. You can't hit the ball. <laughs> exactly. So you just got to turn it over. But it does mean a lot, and all of them mean a lot. You know, and. Uh, ran into some, some former players, uh, you know, the other night at a Sandance game, and we talked about, you know, the 05 run and the 07 and 06 and 07 run, and you still run across those guys, kids, and, you know, and, and you, you share the stories. And uh, so, but the, I, I think the boys at BC really responded this year because I think Kyle and Brandon and myself, we, we kept talking about the potential. There was a really good right. potential there, not only as far as athletes, but with you know, the team chemistry. And um, so we finally told them, we said, listen, we don't want to talk about what we've done in the past. We want to we want to establish our own story here at BC and, and move forward with that. And so we really harped on just, you know, trying to establish our own destiny at BC, uh, you know, in 2014. And I think the boys bought into, you know, creating their own story and their own championship championship run well kevin it was a lot of fun following it and uh you know just you know me through my son through you feeling part of it because of what you did for my son dominic and uh you know he said yeah dad give me give me give me his cell number i want to text him right away and uh you know he every hey, dad how did how did kevin do in bc do so you know you could tell the kids the kids still care about whether you're wearing a bc uniform or a calvary uniform and Great job, and uh, I look forward to uh, following again because, you know what, it's a lot of fun watching the local kids do something good, whether it's at BC, Savannah Country Days, Savannah High, Johnson, just following it and knowing these kids, it, it's really special, so keep it up. 
It is great, and uh, you do a great job, and, and a lot of our other media outlets do a great job covering these you right. know, student athletes here. And it is exciting to see you know success down in you know in this you know, in this area of the state. So uh, uh, we appreciate all you do. Well, keep it up. Always a pleasure, <laughs> and uh, I'll let you know how Dom makes that next week. Yes. Yeah, because you're a big part of it. And uh, once again, go Cadets. Appreciate it. Thank you, Carl. And that's Kevin Farmer, the the coach of the championship, the class. Georgia High School State Association class, double-A baseball champs for 2014. Kevin Farmer, great job over there. And now we, like you said, there's plenty of summer league going on. Check out the website. You can go watch summer league baseball. It, they just finished on Monday. They're already back playing Thursday, and it's all over. Islands High School, Windsor Forest, Richmond Hills, South Effingham. South Effingham and Effingham went out the other night, so it's all around. Next up, we'll wrap the show up. I'm not going to have much time. We'll have Kevin Thomas on to help us uh, understand the move here with this nice new studio being built here right in center court at Savannah Mall. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG. And remember, it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM Carl Demasi Sports Report. I'm Carl Demasi, and I thank you for uh, listening in for the last two hours every Saturday morning from 9 until 11 right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. It's all about local sports, and that's what you are, local sports, and uh, you make it happen. You drive the show, and now we're going to be right here. Now you can come be part of this because the brand-new studio will be open up about two or three weeks right here in the center court of Savannah Mall, and that's ESPN Radio, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. You're looking at Bass Pro Shop. We're right to the right. And the man that's uh, in charge of all the producing stuff and getting it coordinated, Kevin Thomas from 3 and Out, our weekly show here Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, which don't forget about the boys, B.J. Bennett and Matt Osborne. You guys do a great job. But I'm excited about this. Center Court in Savannah? Oh, we are we're excited about it as well. And this has been something that uh, has been being worked on for the, the last uh, little bit. And uh, we're couldn't be more excited about uh, bringing our studio out here in the, uh, the public forum right in the, the middle of the uh, – the Savannah Mall, and uh, it gets us, puts us right out there with the folks, uh, so to speak, and a, a great opportunity for us to, to bring ourselves uh, into the Savannah community even more so and uh, a place that we are certainly going to be proud of uh, as soon as it is finished. And uh, I know they're, they're set to get started here fairly soon, but uh, I, I can't wait to, to sit in there and, uh, and do the show and uh, have you do your show, and folks can come by and, and look at Carl through the window. And, <laughs> and, and, if, and if, you go to, if you go to ESPNCoastal.com, Click on the photos, and you can see what the studio looks down there in the Glen Place Mall, yep. the, the uh, ESPN Coastal Studio. It's beautiful. It's It's got that sport motif. It's got jersey. And, and if you're a local school, whether it be college or a high school or youth, you want to donate a jersey, you want to donate something, I'm telling you right now, these guys, especially Kevin Thomas, will get it up there, and people will see it when they walk by the glass and where the studio yeah. is going to be. And that's something that we were excited about. We want to make our, our studio kind of our, our man cave environment. So, yeah, if there's <laughs> coaches out there listening, we'd love to have, uh, if you want to, hey, I, I want a jersey in there. Give it to us. Helmets, we'll, we'll, jersey, we'll, we'll, caps. Yeah, we'll hang it up there. We wanted uh, to, to put it in there and, uh, and, and, and 
feel like a, a part of the, the local community. So if you walk by and say, why is my school not in there? Give us something. We'll put it in there. Well, and, that, uh, that's exactly. You know, everybody says to me, and you've been doing this long enough. Yeah. Why, why didn't you talk about my school? Well, g- give us the information. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I tell you every week, whether in Chiropractic Clinic, Catholic Week, I'll have your kid on. Just send me the information. <laughs> yeah, and that's the big thing. And that's uh, we since we've been here uh, in the Savannah market, we've been very cognizant of trying to bring awareness to what's going on locally, uh, whether it be uh, the Sand Nats or Savannah State, Armstrong. There's a lot of great uh, athletic traditions, certainly at the high school level, where uh, you've had uh, Calvary and Benedictine, and I mean you've had great Johnson high school, high school football, school, basketball. I, I, yeah, I think a, a lot of times some of those sports go overlooked, and uh, that's that's what we're here to do. Memorial Day I mean, School winning a state championship. Yeah, so. and, and and that's what we're we're here to do. So, uh, given this space, uh, give us just another outlet to uh, to tell folks what's going on right here in their own community. And uh, again, we couldn't be more excited about uh, getting that studio up and running and. Come see us here in the Savannah Mall. And come see us today, because after I get yeah. off the radio, I'm followed by the, the, you know, they're waiting on deck, and, uh, you know, we got the cleanup hitter and B.J. Bennett. We got the star on the mound, Matt Osborne, and you, you're the catcher. Yeah, uh, uh, well, I like to think I'm the pitcher, but, uh, no, <laughs> we're excited about that. Yeah, you got me uh, got me talking here early, and uh, we'll be coming back uh, here with a, a little bit more uh, in about three minutes. This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.